A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing we try to do, we try to promise, is that our conversation will be less than fascinating so that you can feel free to just drift off. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. I'm Marco Timpano, and joining me is me, Amanda Barker. And, uh... We had a request to do an episode on making a den or designing a den. And I think we can explore that, but also go into design in general. Sure, yeah. Even the word den is an interesting, interesting word. Yeah. Like, what is a den? Well, growing up, we always had a room that we referred to as the den. But when I think about it, I don't know many other people that had that. When I think about it, it really just was a family room. We had another room that was a living room, Mm -hmm. but that was considered a lot more formal than the den. So the den was where we, you know, ate grilled cheeses in front of the TV. Sure. Did you have a den growing up? I think we called the den our spare room was a den. It's kind of a cozy little area. It could even be a nook. You could have a den in your own bedroom like a corner of your bedroom, which is the den, where you just go and read a book, let's say. Interesting. I never mm-hmm. thought of it that way. I mean, I guess the original word really does come from a little a little cozy nook or home that like a fox would make, right? Exactly. Fox's den. Um, I suppose in this house, our basement would be our den in a way. See, I don't see that as our den. I see our office, that little corner where you have the wing back chair and the knitted blanket really? as the den. That's what I picture oh, as a den. Oh, that's so interesting. So we have very different definitions of what a den is. If you have a definition, feel free to reach out on Instagram or Twitter and let us know what your version or what the true version of a den of is. Of a den is. We'd have to look it up. I have been recently uh sort of clearing out our office and kind of reclaiming that space. And uh, one of these design trends that I had mentioned to you uh, is this sort of idea of a California boho kind of design. What does boho even stand for? Bohemian. Okay. But it's an interesting thing because what happens in the design world, and by no means am I a designer, I have friends that are interior designers, I am not that person, but I have a sort of hobby kind of 
fascination, I suppose, interest with rooms and design and how to make your room beautiful, your home beautiful. And I'm always interested in sort of like fashion trends. I'm always interested in what the fashion trends are in the design world. And right now, this idea of boho, bohemian, you'll see it, California um, comes in a lot. And also this idea of Scandi, which is, of course, short for Scandinavian design. That's something you'll see a lot as well. Can you have Scandi and boho together? Well, traditionally, no. They're very opposite. However, in current design trends, you'll see them often sort of combined in terms of terminology. And a bohemian design, um, traditionally, it's a very, um, how do I put it, curated space, but with a lot happening. So not necessarily cluttered, but sort of clutter with intent. Lots of pictures on the wall, lots of frames, lots of vases, lots of arrangements, lots of lights, books, lots of books usually in Bohemian. Bohemians, I suppose, love to read. Scandi would be something different. Now, do you like a Bohemian design? Is that something that speaks to you? I like the diversity of plants. Mm-hmm. that bohemian design tends to entail. Mm-hmm. It's funny because last week we talked about flowers and plants, but that aspect of it I enjoy. A bohemian den also looks very um, cozy mm-hmm. and comfortable in the kind of place you can just curl up with a book and not have real care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a great place to feature a lot of the knickknacks one might pick up along the way in life, whether it be through travel or through weird gifts. And I think that's one of the reasons it's called California boho right now, because there's this idea that you can kick your shoes off, grab a book, curl up with something with a knitted throw. Mm. Um, Some of the sort of trademarks of this type of design are lots of texture. So lots of patterns and texture. So a jute rug, or uh, a fur throw or a knitted, you know, a knitted um, back of a chair, that type of thing, a macrame wall hanging. These are different types of textures, you know, knitted throw pillows. Um, Plants, as you mentioned, are a big part of that design and lots of them, which I just am really loving these days. So tall cactuses and snake plants sort of jutting out from white planters or from like a jute or rattan kind of basket. Different different um, sort of heights of cacti, right? From That's the small right. to the tall, yeah. is that right? Spider plants are really, really in. Uh, peperonata, which is like a Chinese money plant. So it's that plant that has circular leaves. Those are very in. Succulents. Very, very big in oh, California. Succulents boho. are just huge, right? Very popular. And very big days. in a minimalist Scandi way, too. They're just mm-hmm. very popular right now in the design world. Um, lots of light, hanging bamboo lights and pendant lights, or, you know, fairy lights and a little mason jar, that kind of thing. So if your den is going to be, or if our den is going to be California boho, mm-hmm. where would you put Scandi design in a room in the house? For us, what I've attempted to do is put our version, anyway, of a sort of Scandi, which I should 
sort of say is a minimalist approach to design. Natural woods, lots of white, not without its plants, but clean lines, simplicity. That to me was what I tried our best to instill in our bedroom. It, our bedroom is a little bit Scandi, a little bit boho. Oh, there you go. There's salt lamps, which I think are probably more boho. There's some plants, which could be either. But we've painted everything white and kept the lines really simple and clean. So that's more Scandi. Whites, grays, yellows, more like a mustard yellow. Anything you think of. A when, pink. A pink. Very popular right Those, now. When I think Scandi, I think of Swedish designs mm-hmm. and Swedish colors. Um, that you see if you were to go to an Ikea. Those colors that are prevalent, to me, represent Scandi. Am I right in in this assumption? Oh, I see what you're saying. So that's sort of the colors of Sweden then. Well, not just the colors of Sweden, but those colors that you see, and I think it's because I've been to Stockholm, and that's why I just think of the colors that I remember seeing when I was there. And that's what I think of when I think of uh, Scandi. I think when people say Scandi, what they're referring to... And I've only been to Iceland in terms of Scandinavian, but I think what they're referring to is um, the minimalist and natural approach. So minimalist meaning not a lot of clutter, right? not a lot of books, not a lot of bookshelves, not a lot of anything really. Just really minimalist, clean lines with perhaps natural wood frame or one singular plant, that type of thing. Now, you had said you, for you, our den was our basement. Mm-hmm. So what style is the basement den, in your opinion? I don't know. I mean, uh, that was two years ago that I sort of stamped. I wanted our basement to be kind of mid-century, actually. And so that um, is what people generally refer to with the style with the 50s and 60s. Right. It's mid-century mostly because a lot of the things in it are from that era because we've inherited so much in our house. So we have a royal blue velvet couch in perfect condition that I inherited from my beloved next-door neighbor, and it was the couch she got when she got married in 1949. And you designed the room around that couch? Around the couch, around two things, around the couch and around a beautiful leopard um, uh, stitched rug. That is that what it is? It's a stitched rug. It's not cross stitch. It's a. Um, is it a rug though? It it was meant as a rug. Yeah, oh, it's I didn't a, know it's that. It's a. Um, it was meant as a rug. It was yeah. It is, it is a rug. I shouldn't say it's meant as a rug. But anyway. when you so we should explain. This is a stitched piece of art. Really huge piece of art, of a t- a, a panther. A leopard in a, a leopard, in yeah. a jungle scene, and it's it's just a wool like a wool yarn that's been stitched and stitched and stitched to reveal this design. I don't know what that is called. Um, that sort of like but your stitching. mom made it. Yes. We should qualify that your mom made it, and she gave it to you when you moved into this house, right? No, I think she gave it to me years prior. She was doing a lot of these sort of stitching oh. designs, and I said I really like this design, of and it's really large. Clearly, it's a rug. So you requested a, a very large leopard rug. A leopard. A, a rug of a leopard. Of a leopard walking in the jungle. Yeah, it's a weird. I'll put it up on our Instagram so people will know what so we're talking me, about. So for me, the two things, I wanted to keep that because that used to hang very prominently when you walked into the house. And so I moved that down to here. 
but I wanted it to be, uh, I wanted to keep it and to really have it for it to have a beautiful place in the house. Um, to me, it's sort of fun and funky, reminiscent of Elvis. I'll, I'll admit that it is a, it's not a subtle design. It can be kitschy. It right. can be like it's not, I'm not saying that it's a precious, you know, uh, mm-hmm. d- dainty sort of thing. It is aggressive and it is bold and it is a bit kitschy. And there was something about that that struck me. Well, it was a bachelor's house too when you moved in. Mm-hmm. And so um, I wanted to it to have a, a nice space in the house. And I thought with a with a blue velvet couch, there's something really fun and playful and mid-century about both of those. And so, we framed it so people know that it's mm-hmm. not on the floor as a rug, but rather it's more... It's a wall it, hanging. It's a wall yeah. hanging, yeah. So we have a leopard wall hanging um, behind a royal blue velvet couch. So those two things are going to have a lot of say in what a small space, like our den, as I would call it, or what would you call it, a living room? I would call it the basement. Okay. And <laughs> I think the reason I would call it the basement is... For us, we determined, because people might be thinking, a velvet blue couch and a leopard walking through the jungle, it sounds really like an odd thing. But it's fun in the basement. It's a, it's an area where you can really have fun and put together different sort of kitschy or interesting designs. And I wanted the basement to have that element of, of play and fun. So when you ask me in terms of what the style is, I would say it's sort of a playful tongue-in-cheek mid-century but I also with when we remodeled this whole basement put the studio in and so on two years ago I just wanted to pick what I liked I didn't want to worry too much about keeping it scandy keeping it boho sure Um, you know you borrow from those things but ultimately you pick what you like and generally speaking you know things will work together so we I picked a really vibrant uh, wallpaper pattern for the for the um, bathroom, the bathroom, the powder room, really, it's a powder room. Yeah, down here. What makes a powder room a powder room? Well, it, it's a toilet and a sink. There's no um, shower there, okay. so it's a powder room, really. So, and a powder room is a small bathroom where you can pick a really vibrant, fun, kitschy again um, pattern. So I went with palms, palm leaves, banana and palm leaves, for that pattern, and the tiles are blue. I put in blue tiles that reminded me of my time in Portugal and in Spain. So, you know, there's a lot going on, but in a sort of balanced, playful way. But I think it works in in this type of space. Now, you get a lot of design magazines that come to the house. I think I'm getting less lately, so I kind of think I need to check out my subscriptions. I feel like I've missed out on a few. You have like home and home and home and home. I have style at home. I have house and home. If it says the word home in it. There's, I'm into it, okay. yeah. When you receive one of those magazines, how do you approach it? What's your joy? How do you, where do you flip to? For me, there is no greater joy than taking that magazine upstairs, having it directly beside my bathtub, filling my bathtub with a bubble bath or some type of bath balm or something. And if I, in my dream sequence, a Starbucks iced coffee. Okay. That's my dream. You said you said a bath what? Balm? A bath balm. 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 Oh, those little... Like a, a ball that you throw in and it kind of... Fizzes. Fizzes and smells wonderful and has lots of essential oils and things like that in it. Mm-hmm. So I would... And then I would crack the spine of one of those home magazines and just devour the designs. Do you go from 
page one all the way to the end, or do you flip? I usually to... start in the middle because the first few pages are usually talking about designers or pieces, and I'm less into that mostly because I'm not going to be spending $4,000 on a new coffee table. So most of that eludes me other than it's interesting. What I want to see is rooms that are put together, what the trends are in putting rooms together and what that looks like. And I'm constantly redesigning. I always have a room right now. It's the office and making that a California boho kind of office. Two years ago, of course, it was the basement. Last year, it was our bedroom and making that a Scandi kind of minimalist kind of look. And who knows what room? Probably our spare room after that. The spare room, the spare bedroom. Mm-hmm. Which has a lot of old pieces mm-hmm. in it. So we've put a very vibrant wallpaper. It's sort of navy blue and yellow. But I think it could use a update. Now, I did talk about this on a previous episode when we pickled the wall in the cottage with, mm-hmm. what do you call it when the two pieces of Tongue wood? and groove? Yeah, but it's called something, that design. It's called shiplap, is it? Um, Shiplap is a term that's been used by designers, particularly Chip and Joanna Gaines. They are the shiplap king and queen. So, But it's basically tongue and groove uh, wall, uh, so boards that are put together, wood planks on a wall. To look like the inside of a ship, right? I suppose, yeah, shiplap, yeah. But that's what we did, or that's what w- was revealed when we took – we had, um, what do you call that stuff, like in 70s basements? That were, that's wood all. paneling. Wood paneling. But we, not wood. Full wood paneling. Full wood. We removed that from one or two of the walls at the cottage, and underneath it was tongue and groove wood mm-hmm. that we sort of restored, and then we whitewashed it so that mm-hmm. it almost has that bleachy wood Almost like a Scandi, a Scandinavian sort of look Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. Right? And, and that's the fun thing about design is that everything kind of bleeds. That's why when you look up California boho, you're going to see em- elements of minimalism. You're going to see elements of, of Scandi. You're going to see elements. Um, you'll see a Moroccan souk rug. But you'll also see a cactus because that's sort of everything kind of so you could have elements of a sort of um, – you know, Arizona sort of Texas kind of design in, into something that's called a California. Santa Fe yeah. rug or that's it. Like the skull of a bull or whatever those things are. Um, baskets are very weaved, in, weaved baskets. A weaved rattan baskets from, you know, um, they're very popular with uh, certain projects in Africa. So you might see African baskets sort of in an arrangement on a wall. Um, Rwandan baskets are really popular as wow. well. So yeah. Let me ask you this. If you could have five components, mm-hmm. whether it be a plant or a table or whatnot, that you don't currently have, that you could have in your home to place anywhere, what would those five things be that you may have seen in magazines where you're like, that's interesting, I'd love to pick up one of those, or... That, that would be a cool thing. Well, I ordered three for the office, so I can just tell oh, you. you did. Yesterday, yeah. <laughs> I did. So here's what I ordered to make our sort of just normal office, which is sort of filing cabinets and a desk and oh, a chair. Oh, no, you're going to hear live whether or not I like these <laughs> items that have been ordered. I ordered two macrame wall hangings. Okay. What are those? They're like a weaved. Um, a weaved, like a wooden dowel with sort of 
white unbleached cotton sort of woven in. Okay. So I ordered two for those. I ordered a rattan sort of basket with handles on each side. They have a certain shape to them where they sort of go out like a little bell and then come back in. So we'll be putting a plant in there. Oh, a plant's going to go in it. I have a plant already up there. Which plant? It's actually a fake plant. Okay. But the fake plant will go in there. (laughs) Okay. Um, And then what was the other thing I ordered? I'm trying to remember. Um, I'll have to look. I bet it's the rattan uh, light. um, I, I want to. Okay. I have my eye on several, but... The That's ones I were looking at was... Amanda's typing in the computer if you hear that uh, clickety-clack in the background. But, okay, so far you're so you're you're ordering things for that room. Interesting. I don't know. It wouldn't be... Oh, macrame plant holders. I ordered okay. two of those as well. So some macrame, a rattan basket, and like a different throw, maybe a pink woven throw on the white chair, mm-hmm. and maybe a jute rug or some type of patterned rug maybe to sort of complete the whole thing. What is jute? It's sort of a wicker rattan kind of thing. It's, it's from a plant, right? It's mm-hmm. a woven plant yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, rug. I don't know if rattan and jute are the same thing. No, I don't think so. I think rattan is more like a, oh, this is me guessing, but if I was to guess, it's more of a bamboo structured um, thing, whereas jute, if, it, if I'm not mistaken, is a plant from... I want to say the sea or by the sea. I could be wrong, um, but that's what I would hazard to guess they are. I'm trying to find wicker, jute, rush, rattan. I think rattan is a material used to make furniture. Wicker is the technique. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. I always thought wicker was the type. So jute, you could... Oh, so yeah, I think jute and rattan are the same thing. Okay, well there yeah. you go. And wicker is the technique. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because you don't, you wouldn't say I wickered that chair. You would say I bought a wicker chair. No, I would say I wickered it. If I made it, it'd be like I wickered that chair. You would. No, but I think it's kind of cool. I'm going to be telling people wicker that. is a verb. Who knew? I'm going to start wickering. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to because I'm. <laughs> I want more wicker in that room. Something wickered this way comes. <laughs> You're wicker awesome. Thank you. Amanda's originally from Boston, so there's that reference. All right, Amanda, before we end this episode, we talked about dens. We talked about boho design. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about what you like on the top of a house when you're dealing with a roof. What? Yeah, like what kind of roofs do you like? In various dwellings. Uh, roofs? Yeah. I, it's not anything I've ever given any thought to. Like, what what type of shingles? Yeah, or what kind of, like, you know how sometimes there's those um, clay sort of um, tiles? Spanish tiles. I love, a, I love those tiles. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, when I lived in Korea, those were really popular, too. But, uh, I mean, I love a shingled house. I'm from New England, so mm-hmm. I, I do have a love of sort of that Cape Cod kind of look. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love a Victorian house too. I moved from a Cape Cod house to a Victorian house. So I guess those are my sweetest memories in terms of houses. I mean, I just like a roof that, that doesn't leak, frankly. That's fair. That's fair. How about you? I'd love a thatched roof. No. No, I you would. wouldn't. Yes, I would. You would love a thatched roof? In a, in a, in a sort of English cottage. I think thatched roofs are you the You would close. love a thatched roof. Well, we couldn't have a thatched roof, but I think I love a We'd thatched roof. We'd be the roof. only people in Toronto with a thatched <laughs> roof. 
I'm surprised because you don't tend to like those natural sort of fibers as much as I do. Well, you never asked me what I like in a roof. Well, if you like a thatched roof, you're going to love the jute rug that I'm going to order tonight. Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll see how that pans out. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening and thank our patrons. This was a on Patreon. This was one of the requests, kind of on the request from one of our patrons. They wanted us to explore the den. Um, let me ask you this before we go, Amanda. Mm-hmm. What are three of your, I'm just picking numbers, what are three of your favorite tchotchkes that we have in the house that you've incorporated in the design of certain rooms? Okay. Well, these are the first three that come to mind. One is a little porcelain house that I've put clippings of succulents in, and the chimney is actually a little... um, spider plant sort of jutting out and then there's some other things sort of reaching out of the house. Where'd you get that? I actually got it at Staples for $10. Yeah. So nothing with a lot of heart in it. Just I like the way it looks. Um, And it's a great way to put little plant clippings if they fall off or that type of thing. So there's that. Um, There's a, a Moroccan lamp that I really love that I got at a flea market in Florida that uh, I've just always loved that sort of matches our sort of a candle holder Mm -hmm. type of It has like an arabesque cutouts. Yeah, it's really pretty. I like that tile or those cutouts and it casts a really neat glow in the room. And um, I'm trying to not think of posters and things on the wall or like paintings on the wall, but rather tchotchkes, tchotchkes. Um, Yeah. there's a chair, a little red chair that holds paper clips that's metal, and it just makes me, it's just a little... Magnetic metal chair, tiny chair tiny about chair the size of your thumb. That holds paper clips, and I just really love it. Where'd you get that from? I think Staples, or no, maybe somewhere in New York. I, I honestly don't remember where I got it. Maybe sort of a museum store in New York. So what are the, your three? Because I feel like mine are none that have any real meaning to them and we have so much with meaning in this house but that's not what came to mind we picked up a ashtray in los angeles that is kind of the shape that sort of 60s shape that looks like a kidney shaped Mm -hmm. ashtray and it says yeah it says hollywood in it it looks like something you would pick up at a souvenir shop where is that ashtray it's in our laundry room it is yeah i didn't know that so that's one of my favorite tchotchkes that we have in the house you say Uh, tchotchke or tchotchke Chachki is what I would say for more than one. Oh, because I hear them both. Yeah, I, that's what I would say. I don't know if that's what mm. you say. Um, there is a little, um, a tiny, tiny little um, wall hanging that we have in our kitchen that says Kiss My Grits on it. Okay, I didn't include wall hangings. Well, uh, that one there I'm going to include because it's not quite a framed picture. It's a sure. wooden something or other. Mm-hmm. And then the other Chachka I like recently was a little box that I painted white and put a staghorn fern in for you mm-hmm. and hung on the wall with a bit of a jute. Um, what would you call that part? The the, the little string, the, the string that holds yeah, it. Yeah, a little rope. Again, that's little. something on the wall, though. That's not a tchotchke. Well, um... Sorry to... to so what about that, that... Negate it. I don't mean to, but... You know the, the, the planter that we picked up in Detroit at that ceramic store... Okay. Sure. From a, I think it's from a 1920s ceramic store that continues yeah. to to. Uh, from Detroit. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but the, we'll have to look at the name of Pubic, that. I think it's called. Oh, I think you're right, yeah, actually. Yeah. We got it on our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And uh, we put it up, and that's by the door, and it has a little, the remnants of a spider plant clipping in there. There you go. So yeah. those are my favorite. Nice. That's really nice. Well, we hope that this is one of your favorites because we've come to the end of this episode, and I hope you found your way to a very relaxing den somewhere a nook if you will maybe we'll do an episode on nooks book nooks yeah book nooks coming up until then we hope that you enjoy this episode and uh, as always we hope you listen and sleep